When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Big Dave Podcast. It's who was right last night. You're right. On B105. You know what? You're right. In the Who Was Right Last Night courtroom this morning, we welcome Lauren. Good morning, Lauren. Hi, how are you? We're good. Uh, Not doing as bad as your husband, Steve, here, who has got a problem with the shower situation at your house, and it has to do uh, with your products in there. Now, what is going on? Yeah, so I tend to have, like, you know, I I feel like I have a decent amount of, like, shampoos and conditioners in there, Um, but... He has just been recently kind of on me for, oh, you've got too many. They're taking up too much space in the shower. I need you to, like, you know, get rid of a few and go through them. And he's got, like, a one. Like, you know, it does everything. <laughs> um, it's a shampoo and conditioner? Yeah, like the two-in-one. Oh, yeah. It's a body it's wash, too. That's what I... Oh, yeah. yeah. It God. does everything. Probably blue. It's got, you the, know? it's got the beads in it to make sure he's, like, exfoliated. <laughs> so, like, he's, he's aware that things need to happen. But, like, he's a little critical of me. Actually, the, the other day, he was taking a shower and I think one of my, like, you know, bigger bottles fell off of the side and um, hit him, like, in the toe. And Ooh. he was he was not happy about that. He was not happy about that. I heard him, I heard him yell. I'm like, what's up? He's like, <laughs> you got to get rid of some of these. Come on. You can understand why that would be frustrating, oh, yeah. though, right? Well, yeah. What's he doing? Acrobats in the shower, though? What? Well, I mean, you turn around, you bump something. Okay, so Lauren, uh, give us a ballpark here. About how many different shampoos and conditioners do you have in there? I'd say I've got about, I've kind of got one for every different day of the week. I feel like, you know, if you want to <laughs> smell good, you know, you, you kind of need one for every day of the week. <laughs> how often do you wash your hair? I wash my hair. Okay, I I do alternate because it's not healthy to wash your hair every day. Yeah. Of course, it, I'd say like every every other day, every two days is usually what I do. But like I do have like maybe about five shampoos in there, and then I've got like I I've got some conditioners. I do have kind of like this one conditioner that I use because of my hair, but I I like the packets. That come in magazines a lot. I'll be honest. I like experimenting. Well, maybe the problem isn't the amount, but how you store them. Do you got like a shelf in there, or are they just all around the edge, ready to fall in? 
it kind of depends. I do have a shelf, okay? I I was organized at one point. Um, <laughs> they have since moved. They've migrated. But, you know, it, it happens. The shower. So your poor husband, Steve, has got one little space for his, uh, what do you call it, three-in-one body wash, shampoo, and conditioner. I think he's the lucky one. He only has to have one shampoo. It's not that he's... You know, poor Steve. He doesn't have to deal with all this of changing shampoos and oh. worrying about what you're going to put in your hair. And does it make it look greasy? Does it smell good? You guys literally just use one bottle for literally everything. Dude, and, and you've seen how much <laughs> hair I've got. One bottle lasts a long time. Um, okay. All right. Well, uh, so where is this at right now with Steve? He uh, he wants me to get rid of some of them. And, and I don't really want to, you know, they're they're... Like, I, I love my hair care. I do. So we're kind of at an impasse, honestly. <laughs> impasse. All right. Uh, well, jury member number one, Statman, are you on Team Lauren here or Team Steve? Uh, I'm on Team Lauren here. I just think you need a bigger shelf. Uh, we, I have four long-haired people in our house, and we all have different types of hair. So the products, yeah, they, they build up. I ended up getting one of those corner little pop-in-the- corner setup things and we each have our own shelf okay. if it doesn't fit on the shelf well then you could just leave it out but uh, i also know the cost of shampoo is not cheap don't throw that stuff away it's expensive I i'm on your team all the way here all right ashley i've been having problems with my hair so i've had to like keep trying different shampoos different this i actually just subscribe like got a subscription to shampoo and conditioner. I'm waiting for it to show up in the mail. So I'm on your team. I think uh, he can chill out. He has one bottle. Wait, how often are you going to be getting shampoo and conditioner in the mail? Every four weeks. Okay, every four weeks. I was going to say, if it was like every week, you're going to pile up soon there. Well, it's already piled up. There's so many shampoos <laughs> in my shower. All right. Uh, guess what I'm going with? I'm going to be the lone team Steve here today, Laura. I'm sorry. You don't need all these things. Uh, you should be marking them to see how often you're using them. I don't know. But to each their what? own. But Steve, give him a break, man. There's nothing worse than a giant bottle of shampoo landing on your toe while you're in the shower. That's supposed to be his time. Yeah. No, don't agree with him. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Two to one. We sided with you over Steve, but let's see it. 749B105 and also through the B105 app what they have to say, okay? <laughs> okay. Best of luck to Steve and to you, Lauren. Thank you. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105 Big Dave Show. Who was right last night? The bottom line is uh, Steve thinks his wife, Lauren, has entirely too many bottles of shampoo and conditioner in the shower. He has one that does everything. The other day, one fell off the ledge, landed on his toe while he was showering. Ouch. So he wants her to get rid of him. We sided with Lauren two to one. But that doesn't mean anything yet. Let's see what Trisha in Cincinnati has to say. A big team, Lauren. Why is that? See, I'm a girl. I got long hair. If she her hair is, like, thinning, then there's shampoo to, like, help put more volume in it. I get it. Okay, but what about these women? You go into their bathroom and you look in there and you see that mane and tail shampoo. That stuff that's made for a horse. I can wash and, your hair. And some people, some women use that. And I'm like, that, that. it's yeah. huge. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you, Tricia. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, we got Monica from Williamsburg, also a big team Lauren. What's up? Well, I mean, he can either join her or stop complaining about it. Wait, are you saying join her in the shower? No, I mean, join her with all the shampoos. Oh. 
Because I was just saying, might. it doesn't sound like there's room for all the shampoos and two people in that shower at once. Hilarious. Well, that's probably true. And I'll be honest, a lot of times I just use whatever my kids and wife aren't using. I don't even have anything in there. It's all theirs. Just I'm just it. dipping right. into their goods. <laughs> so you're a shampoo hobo is what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Chris from Lawrenceburg is a Team Steve. Why is that? Because she can put all her extra shampoo underneath the sink. And this closet by the bathroom. There's no reason to have all that shampoo in the cup in the bathroom. It's just two of them. I know, so, but you don't want to be in the shower and needing the shampoo that's in the closet. Then you're mm-hmm. wet. And then you got to get out and get yeah. it. In our house, that's where right. shampoos go to die. Oh, in the closet. That's why you yeah. grab the shampoo before you get in the shower. Abby from Ross is on Team Lauren. Why is that? Back it up. Because I believe every girl should have a couple different products. Yeah, I agree. I use a lot of products. How many products do you use? I want to say around eight, maybe. Eight. That's not bad, as long as you're not opening a bottle before the other bottle's all the way empty. Because th- that was a problem we had in my house for a while. I'm like, why do we have three of the exact same bottles uh-huh. at different levels in That's there? The same. Consolidate. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the call, Abby. Okay. Have a nice day. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show. Valentine's Day is inching closer and closer as we wrap up January here. February 1st is Thursday, so boom, here we go on the clock. And, uh, well, you know, there's a lot of single folks out there. You want to know what are the best and the worst states for being single in? Uh-oh. There's a new study out that does How do does they it. even determine this? Well, they determine this by uh, the factors like number of single adults, online dating opportunities, average price for a beer or wine, cost of a movie, what? price of a haircut, and oh restaurants gosh. per capita. Oh, there's so, a lot I mean, that goes they, into They it. put a lot into factoring this in. So uh, the, the best state of all of us for being single in is what do you think it is? It's a popular state of destination for people. Florida. Florida. Oh, Florida. Florida is number one for being uh, the best state for being single in. Texas, California, are those the round out the top three? At number eight, Ohio. So we're up there. Okay. Ohio's up there. Top ten, right being, It's the best to be single in. in the, yeah, one of the, it's the eighth best state to be single in is Ohio. Well, you work in Ohio. I work in Ohio, so. but unfortunately I live in Kentucky <laughs> because the ten worst states for singles are West Virginia, number one, North Dakota, number two, Arkansas, Alaska, and number five, Kentucky. I can see Alaska because yeah. you're secluded, right? Nothing there, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, wait, where was Kentucky? Number five of the worst. Why that, is that the fifth worst? I guess we're paying too much for beer and wine. I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, it is. not enough restaurants and stuff. Everybody's meeting at family get-togethers. Oh, West God. Virginia, Kentucky. That's, that's Arkansas. They don't call it Kentucky for nothing. <laughs> so there you go. Best of luck this Valentine's Day in your own Ohio Thumbs up, uh, Kentucky. Dave, you think you'll have a date? Uh, no, I will not have a date. <laughs> Please don't do note. this to me. Don't start this. Oh, I didn't know. Like I Valentine, you yeah, know? Uh, who goes, that, that would have to be a first date on Valentine's, and who wants that? That sounds nice. I mean, a first date on Valentine's Day? You why not? might have to go to Ohio to make it happen, but why no. not? I don't, I don't think so. No. 
That's too much pressure. Let's find Dave a Valentine. Just stop it. That is too much pressure. That is too much pressure for me today. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's do it. 749-B105. Come on. Who wants to be Dave's Valentine? This this ain't happening. I hope you know I'm that. I'm trying to play Cupid. Stop playing stupid. Do but- we take the 10th caller or something? Are we giving away? Yeah. Is this a prize? We'll give you Cyclones tickets and a date with Dave. Let's go. Pick up both at the station. It is more of the Big Dave Podcast. Stat has some uh, breaking shoe news. Ruby slippers, what have you done with them? Give me back my slippers. Give them back. All right, Robert De Niro, you should be in this movie. Martin Scorsese should direct it. It's all about the Wizard of Oz ruby red slippers that were stolen back in 2005. I remember when that happened, yeah. And they went missing for like 18 years. People were like, it's a big mystery. Uh, Certainly somebody will try to sell them or something. Well, it came down to this thief, Terry John Martin. And how they found that he was involved was he had an associate, wink, wink, uh-huh. uh, try to help the insurance company collect the shoes for a reward of $200,000. Oh. And okay. they're like, wait a minute. You just volunteer that information to us? That's a little suspicious. So that didn't work out for him. No. So it ended up going down the, the following leads. The FBI found out that Terry John Martin, he's 76 now, but back in 2005, he decided to do one last gig. One last heist and was tempted by another mob guy saying, well, hey, if these ruby slippers are valued at a million dollars, they must be made of real rubies. For God's sake. Oh, boy. If you saw a picture of them, you'd see they're covered in sequins. Yeah. like, But they didn't do that. They just figured, oh, million dollars must be real. It's so, a movie prop. It's like, yeah, it's a costume. Yeah. So this elaborate heist happened where they had to sneak in and cut through the glass and get out of uh, Judy Garland's, like, museum in her hometown is where they stole them well obviously there's no rubies on them no so the value they they you know just decided oh let's throw them away and that's when at i think this is why the judge went light on the guy terry john said well maybe it's it's worth more if we just you know return them and collect the you know, the reward on him, and, you know, it didn't end so well for him. But I think this is a movie in the making. It I sounds mean, like it. Just the... It's like a dumb comedy. criminals, yeah, I mean. Yeah. It's a straight-up comedy. All you need to hear is that they thought they were actually made of rubies. And then, <laughs> yeah. you're, you know, okay, everything after that is, now you know who you're dealing with. Yeah. And they, after a short little being on display at the FBI headquarters, they're now being put in a safe place and going to be auctioned off in the future. All righty. Well, they're all so rubies. The Dorothy's shoes are back. The wicked witches yes. didn't get them. Nobody got them. Nobody got them. the stupid criminals were fine. And now they are valued at three point five million dollars, and still no real rubies on them. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's good to know. It is a uh, six thirty six uh, afternoon mix precip today. A high of a uh, thirty eight. It's thirty right now with Cody Johnson. And happy Crock-Pot Tuesday to you, and it is about to be the moment of truth for a uh, recipe I've been very nervous about all morning long. Did you going to do this live on the radio? We're going to do it live oh on the radio and, and also live okay. on Facebook. Live on our, on our B105. B105 Facebook page, too. <laughs> all right, so you're wondering, what in the world are they making today? Well, today it is from uh, Tina Rasnick, and it is a pineapple upside-down cake made in the Crock-Pot. So uh, this one only had to bake, she said, for two hours. So I'm holding her to that. 
the recipe and all the pictures so far are over on our B105 and Big Dave Show Facebook page. But like Ashley said, we are live on there. So I was very nervous. It's very simple, but I'm like, is this going to work? Now, I, I make all of my kids' birthday cakes. And when we bake in the oven, mm-hmm. when you take it out, you let it cool down to have it shrink in the pan before you flip it out. Oh. Now, this one, you we're not cooling down. We're yeah, just going to... I've turned it off a warm? few. I turned it off a few minutes ago. A so few let's minutes. See. Yeah. All right, so this <laughs> so is going to be. We're going to see what happens here. Is that uh? Yeah. Is that what we're ready on. to do? Let's All right. flip this cake. All right. Uh, I mean, it's nice and golden uh, around the edges, and you also Hold ran on, the spatula yeah. around. Look. So. All right. So yeah, get right on it. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna see Here's if this uh, pineapple upside down crock pot cake is going to come out like she said. All right. Here's the magic. He's got one hand on either side, and whoop, there we go. Oh, Boom. look at that. It worked. It did. It made a little bit of a mess, but wow, look at that. Not bad. That hey. looks, good. Oh, looks totally cooked through. Yeah. I mean, it's got a little bit of the brown sugar, you know, on the bottom, but it, it, I think it did a good job. What do you think, Ash? This looks phenomenal. It smells amazing. <laughs> you did a nice job, Dave. I did. And did it all Stick come out, all there. the chunks of pineapple and everything there, from there, the bottom of the... Everything is there. Wow. Okay, it, so this is a success. success. This is a success. This is very cool. So we made a pineapple upside down cake in a crock pot, thanks to uh, Tina, our crock star there. And uh, for her efforts and for us making it on the air, she's getting a $50 Kroger gift card. And my hands are filthy, by the way. And we get dessert. <laughs> and we're going to get dessert today. Yeah, so uh, here we go. Go over to B105.com. You can see our B105 Facebook or Big Dave Show Facebook, Instagram. You can see. Are you going to try it right now, Ashley? Well, I've been waiting. So okay, go ahead. talking about it, it for a while. She's, already, she's running Facebook Live and grabbing a fork. So. I can multitask. Yeah. And I'll be honest, <laughs> Tina, I thought you were trolling us with this one, thinking we're going to dump it out and make a mess. I really... Had, it looks good, Dave. I wasn't it's sure not. how it was going to turn out. But. It looks really good. It's got the little chair in there and everything else so uh let's see what actually it's okay, passing okay, the test okay, here okay. go right ahead it's a big old bite y'all right there go for yeah, it come on Ooh. A little hot hot well, of course <laughs> it is it just came out of the crock <laughs> pot <laughs> how's it taste good all right all right all a right, success it's a win we did it thank you uh tina make sure you submit your uh crock star recipes over at b105.com and now we eat cake on a Tuesday Yay. morning here on B105. That's phenomenal. I love Crock-Pot Tuesday and all our Crock stars. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105 and Kenny Chesney's doing their Take Her Home. It's the Big Dave Show. It is at 810. Happy Tuesday to you. And uh, last week on the show, before we all got the flu and we're out and everybody's messed up, we were talking about Ashley's friend, Jess. Yes. Who was at a bar and a young buck, as you called him, <laughs> came up and hit on Jess. Now, she's, what, 35? 35. And, like, I had turned around and there was just, like, this little baby faces talking to her. And I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, literally, boys. Hi. And he's like 21, 21 she thought. 22, it, it, but they thought she was younger. He just looked so freaking young. Well, we got off on this thing. We posted it on Facebook, and people just went nuts about, you know, age differences and how you can make it work with a greater age differences between the husband, the wife, or vice versa. I think everybody who's in a relationship that's working with age difference messaged in. I, I believe so. We had a lot of, it works. Everybody <laughs> except our friend Rocco, who is calling in right now. Rocco, good morning. Hey, Big Dave. Hey, uh, yeah. You guys are talking about age gaps and all that. Uh, me and my wife are uh, 21 uh, years, 
you know, separated. I met her uh, when she was 21 and I was 42. And uh, we've been together uh, 16 years and we have two kids. Uh, uh, Geo eight and Olivia at six. Aww. So, Thank so that it's a proven concept, but <laughs> you got it. <laughs> yeah, I think it comes down to the mental age of the two people, not really the physical age. And it sounds like you you were pretty it's immature and needed to date a younger woman. Well, I'm five. <laughs> well, I'm five years old, and she's like forty. So, <laughs> reality. All right. So, how old are you so, now, and how old is she now? So I'm fifty eight, and she's uh, thirty seven. Yeah, but you look like you're still in your twenties. The way you work out, come on, man. <laughs> Well, I do look young, man. I mean, uh, my biological age is uh, 46. So, hey, oh, you know. Nice. Yeah, obviously, like, you have enough energy to keep up with a 37-year-old and sure. keep her entertained and uh, happy. That's uh, exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, uh, there's more energy in this 58-year-old than there is in my 8-year-old. So, don't <laughs> <laughs> worry about that. Rocco, Rocco, where do you get that biological age thing done? So it's called Inside Tracker, and you can get uh, uh, tests uh, done that are um, from, uh, my chiropractor does them too, uh, but uh, they're biomarker age. So like your telomeres, uh, like they'll check your uh, DNA, your telomeres, and then uh, the different uh, markers that you, uh, that you have. Okay. Well, look, Rocco, Rocco, I didn't want a big explanation of it. I just wanted to know how to avoid getting it done. Because oh, I never want to know Let's that. Let's check it. <laughs> no. Let's check no, Big Dave's biological age. Please. We're going to check it for you. I'll check it for you. I'll be more than happy to check it for you. Yeah, yeah. It'll be this. Uh, either either this man's dead or my watch is stopped. That'll oh be my what it gosh. is. No pulse. There you go. Thank you, Rocco. We'll miss you, buddy. Thank you, Big Dave. More of the Big Dave podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show, uh, talking about people with large age differences in their relationships that are making it work. And uh, Cynthia coming through the B105 app says uh, she's eight years older than her significant other, and they've been together for 19 years and enjoying every minute of it. So eight years. Okay, that's not, not, not bad. Not, not too bad. bad. Lisa's calling in now and has a 19-year age difference, except it's not the normal one where it's the man is older than the woman. You're older by 19 years than your husband? Yes. Um, we met through a mutual co-worker. He chased me, and I wasn't interested because he is one year older than my children. And so things just kind of progressed, and here we are today. Um, 19 years in between us, just got custody of his little one, who is three, and having a blast. Wow. So you've been together three years right now? Yes. And you're 19 years apart. What are the ages here? I am 48, and he is 29. You got you a young one. Yeah. He's younger than me. You got one in the car, too. Whose is that? That's his little one, his three-year-old. We just got custody of her full-time. Now you're a mom again. Yeah, all over again, and a grandma, all at the same time. Okay, hang on. Are you... um, are, are your grandchildren older than your now new daughter? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this isn't mathing out to me. He's got a three-year-old with another woman, and you guys have been together for three years? Yes. Um, 
when they split up, she was just born, and he wasn't sure that she was his. Oh. Oh. Man, there's a lot going on here, Lisa. <laughs> there is. I'm, I'm surprised even you can keep up with it at this point. <laughs> well, you got to do what you got to do. Every day. Every day. Well, congratulations on making it work and uh, for giving that three-year-old child there a secure home to grow up in. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. It's uh, 827. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. Crock-Pot Tuesday today was a wild success. (laughs) I mean, amazing. Uh, We made a pineapple upside-down cake in the Crock-Pot. Super easy to make. We were a little worried about how it was going to turn out when we flipped the crock pot over, but came out fine. Perfect. Delicious, yes. too. <laughs> and uh, the crock star that submitted that recipe through B105.com joins us right now, Tina Rasnick from Barry, Kentucky. Good morning, Tina. Good morning. So we can't thank you enough for submitting this. I mean, first of all, we got to do a dessert today, mm. which was fun. Treat. I think it was my favorite. Yes. <laughs> and how long have you been making this pineapple upside down cake in the crock pot? I actually have only made it once. I use it actually as a cupcake recipe, and then I tried it in the crock pot. What encouraged you to try it in a crock pot? <laughs> I just would never have think of anything like that, no. and it was great. I actually just I, I just make a lot of stuff in a crock pot, so I just I just thought hmm, I'm just going to try this and throw it in there and see what happens. <laughs> I was kind of worried when I flipped it because I didn't know if it would come out. (laughs) That's exactly what we were worried about, man. Is this thing going to come out in one piece? And it did. uh, It could have just come out in lots of pieces and kind of soupy. So I got to tell you, for somebody that only did it one time, I mean, your recipe and instructions were dead on. Nailed it. A couple of hours on high and boom, there it is. I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> and you kind of sound like a crockpot scientist. What else have you been experimenting with in your kitchen? Just uh, anything. Like, I um, make a lot of stuff with chicken and rice, and I just throw everything in there together and let it, and see what happens. <laughs> I actually made one of your recipes last week. Oh, oh fun. Which one? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the taco soup. Oh, very nice. All right, so I think, Stat, we should call her the Crock-Pot Mad Scientist because you're coming up with all kinds of stuff. (laughs) Well, Tina, thank you for submitting the uh, pineapple upside-down cake in the Crock-Pot. We have thoroughly enjoyed it. And for that, for being our Crock Star today, you're going to get a $50 gift card to Kroger. That's awesome. Of course, you can go there and, I don't know, just here's what we do. Just (laughs) randomly grab stuff and make something (laughs) in the Crock-Pot because you you sound like you come up with things pretty easily. Yes. Thank you, Tina. Thank you. And make sure you get your Croc Star recipe in right now at B105.com, and we might be making your dish next on the air. Thanks to our friends at Kroger. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Good vibes today are coming from some guys who they need to invent brand new merit badges for. Now, this is a crazy good story here. Coming out of the Monongahela National Forest in West Virginia. Now, 67-year-old nature photographer Greg Painter of Louisa, Virginia, uh, has been nursing back a sprained knee. But all that beautiful snowfall they were getting, he couldn't resist. He's a photographer. He's got (laughs) to get out in nature and do it. Capture the moment. So Greg jumped into his Jeep and headed up into the forest there in West Virginia and soon found himself stuck in some very deep snow. His Jeep was stranded. That's how bad it was. Uh Freezing temperatures and no cell service to call for help. So, despite the fact that he's got that sprained knee, he's been trying to nurse back to health, he got out on foot. 
Started walking, but soon regretted that decision as the extreme cold began to just get the better of him. Three hours later of hiking through the snow with limited visibility, frozen extremities, he was spotted by a group of Boy Scouts from Troop <laughs> 59 who were attending a winter camp nearby. Uh-huh. They saw the man struggling. They went and got him along with their scoutmasters, got him into a warming tent, did first aid, gave him some food, and then helped get him back to his Jeep three hours away by foot Ooh. and then helped get it out of the snow so he could go on his way. Is there a merit badge for that? They need to invent one. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. They, they they did it for him. It's a miracle for Painter who could have been on his last legs out there. Seriously. So the boys and their scoutmasters just got special recognition from the West Virginia State Legislature for their heroic effort, efforts, which definitely saved Greg Painter's life. Talk about being in the right place at the right time and knowing just what to do. And the Boy Scout motto, always prepared. And Love they it. were to save a life. Thank you guys for the good vibes. B. B-105. More of the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show. Dad joke of the day on B-105. And this morning we have Morgan. Uh, she is a mother of two from Hamilton. Just got off of working third shift there at Rolled Alloys. So what do you do over there? Um, we make sheets of metal. Oh, heavy metal? Yeah, for airplanes. I mean, everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, give us that dad joke. Come on, Morgan. What did one wall say to the other? I don't know. What, what did, did one, one wall, wall say to, to the, the other? other? I'll meet you at the corner. <laughs> okay. All righty. And that wall was made of heavy metal. Let's go. Thank you, Morgan. Have a great day. Thank you, guys. More of the Big Dave Podcast. A member of the country club. Country music is what I think. Hello? Tony Niemeyer, please. Yes, this is. Tony Niemeyer, it's the Big Dave Show here at B105, and I think I need to give you our secret password because you are now a member of the B105 Country Club, buddy. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Tony, I think we've met you a couple of times. Yes, I've uh, participated in the Toys for Tots uh, here at Great American Ballpark with the Delaware North Sports Service. You guys take care of all the concessions mm-hmm. at Great American Ballpark, and you always knock it out of the ballpark for us every year for 10,000 toys for girls and boys. Uh, we appreciate it, and we love doing it down here, so we want to continue to do it for as long as we can. Well, that's so sweet. And now, when you registered to become a part of this uh, club, you know, we asked some really tough questions, just like, uh, what's your favorite thing to eat? And I see <laughs> Skyline Chalito. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One of the best. About how many of those do you think you eat a week? Depending on the day, it uh, could be, you know, two or three. Now, Tony, also when you were filling out the form, I saw that you gave a shout-out to some people that don't typically work through the week here at B105. You want to shout them out right now? Yeah, uh, shout-out to Craig and, and Dylan that are DJs on the weekends and things like that. Uh, I went to school with Craig in high school, and – uh I met Dylan here at Great American Ballpark. He was either Mr. Red or Mr. Redlegs. Oh, he was Mr. Um, Redlegs for a long time. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I met him, and, and I knew his face more than I knew him as, uh, as Mr. Redlegs, actually. Well, Tony, you are now in the country club. You've been listening to B105 since 2007 when you were in high school. It's amazing. 
Only thing left now is to say, hey, enjoy that really cool jersey you're about to get and tell us what song you want us to play next on B105. Uh, Thomas Rhett, Die a Happy Man. And why is that? Uh, that was my wife and I's wedding song. Oh, that's so sweet. Very nice. And here you are still alive, right? Yes, still alive. <laughs> here we go. Tony, welcome to the B105 Country Club, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave Podcast, B105.com.